to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By, and we're all about the thriving. What a great, great show we've got for you today. We're going to take time out, do a do a short uh, interview conversation, you know, to talk about uh, what it means to be kind, what it means to be kind to our animals, what it, what's the ASPCA doing about that. Joe Sullivan is going to join us here today. And then Benny and I are going to kick it off. We're going to have a little chat about uh, the Northwest Women's Show, some, uh, some of the activities going on, really cool stuff, maybe the snow outside. Who the heck knows what that's about. And then later on in the show, we again are going to have a great conversation with Don Miguel Ruiz. Um, Don Miguel Ruiz is coming to the show, as you know, best-selling author of The Four Agreements. He's coming into Seattle. And so there's lots and lots and lots of things for us to chat with him about. Certainly the last interview and conversation I had with him was groundbreaking in a lot of ways for me. You know, there was a lot of information that I got from him that was just so extraordinary. You know, things that really made me think about the bottom line. You know, what is his message for humanity? And we'll talk about that today. But Benny and I, as I said before, we're going to be talking about what fun we had at the Northwest Women's Show, what some of the miracles were, because there were some this weekend. Um, let me just tell you a little bit of information about Joe Sullivan joining us here today. You know, Joe is going to be talking with us about what we can do to stop cruelty. She has more than 14 years of marketing experience, joined the ASPCA in 1999 is the director of marketing she's currently senior vice president of development communications since joining the aspca uh, joe has been developing and overseeing many many initiatives so that us the peeps out here understand what the aspca is all about some of the results that have been achieved have been in the spirit of helping all of us save some of the most precious animals on the planet and so she is the proud parent of two dogs and joining us here today we're going to be talking about what each of us needs to do on this day uh, april is prevention of cruelty to animals month we're kicking it off today and so this is about making sure that we've got something very important to keep in our mindsets and so I think about this a lot, and, and, and I think to myself, wow, you know, what is up with the cruelty to animals? I mean, what are people doing? Why does this happen? And there isn't any real reason that I can think of uh, about it, and I don't know if you all have had any thoughts about it as well, but, you know, honestly, this is part of... A bigger conversation hey benny how are you doing there today i'm doing very well and uh i know it's april fool's day today and it's no april fool's joke there is snow still 
coming down in the skies, and I'm a little bit upset about it, actually, Pat. Um, mm-hmm. I thought uh, Mother Nature was going to, you know, give us a lending hand this month, but, well, apparently she's not doing that. I'm not, I'm not very happy. I don't know why. I, I guess I just wanted to see it go bye-bye. And I, miss right. my t- and I miss my two-wheeler. I miss my motorcycle. I really do. I want to be out on that little bugger right now. I'll be honest. Right, straight up, right there. So. Well, I don't think that's happening today. You know, no, not at all. I'm like, what, did you did, did you all see this coming in the news or not, Penny? Uh, a little bit. It's you know the temperatures have been dropping a little bit, so you know yeah. whatever's over on the Midwest and in East, uh-huh. it shifted back this way. So but, what is know. the weather, Mister Benny? You're the you're the <laughs> weather man. <laughs> well, at the top what, of the what's hour, what's going to be happening here? Top of the hour, mix it was uh, mixed rain and snow showers, and uh, it'll hopefully taper off by this afternoon. So hopefully we're well, like now. I, later this afternoon, it's still early morning, Pat. <laughs> I know, I know. What is the temperature, by the way? I don't have that exact figure. If I could take a guess. Mm, uh, okay, no, don't high. guess. Oh, come on. High, guess, 30, no, high 30s, no, low 40s? No, your, your credibility <laughs> oh. is that risk Your credibility, since you are uh, the weatherman. That's true. Well, I, I, I wasn't prepared for that, Pat, so uh, let me. I can check for you if you want, which I'm doing currently right now. So, do, 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 do. <sighs> Sorry, my computer's being a little slow, and we're obviously <laughs> dancing because we're waiting. Well, I want to welcome everybody yeah. to the show today. You know, we're we're obviously waiting for Oh, Joe, it's 36 but... degrees. I was close. Okay, well, it shouldn't be snowing. 36 degrees yeah. shouldn't be snowing. That's cold no. enough for it. Do you think? I oh, thought it was yeah. 32. In Jersey, it's 32. <laughs> <laughs> Well, welcome everybody to the show. Snow or not, we're we're putting a smile on everybody's face today. We've got a lot to talk about. Benny, you were at the Northwest Women's Show for a short period of time. Uh, what did you think? I think I lost Benny. I think he's probably answering the phone because my guest is here. Uh, I'll tell you what I thought. It was, for me, it was one of the best shows that they've ever done. I, I really want to congratulate Margo uh, and, I, and, 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 and the folks at the Northwest Women Show for what they've put on. Oh, my gosh. You know, how did they get all of the things there, all of the hundreds of vendors there? How did they get everybody to get in on time, have the doors open without a glitch, People waiting outside. Uh, I got there, you know, we get there pretty early, but Sunday in particular had to be there at 8 o'clock, and I'll share why later on. Um, got there at 8 o'clock, and, and people were waiting outside. The line started to form. It was cold. It was wet. And I thought, this is really interesting. Um, the King Five people happened to, you know, stop D, Wallace, and I. We were kind of roaming around a little bit. And, um, and, and, and they were doing a show, and the, and the theme of what they were doing was, uh, well, you know, uh, economy is down, but women are still out here buying. And I will share Just what women, I not men? That that's what they were doing. It mm, was all about women. Interesting. And I will share that in a minute. But right now, let's get to our guest, Joe Sullivan, as I introduced her before. Hey, Joe, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Hey, you're kicking this off today, Prevention of Cruelty to Animals Month. Uh, that's we, April. We are. We are we're, the whole month we're using as an opportunity to bring awareness, um, to bring some victories to your audience, to everybody in America, to talk about the important things that we've done, the successes we've had. But as everybody knows, for everyone's success, there's still an animal out there that needs our help. 
So April is our time to congratulate ourselves and also to make sure that people don't forget the victims still waiting for help. Yeah, why April? I love April, by the way. As a matter of fact, April 1st is one of my one of the most significant days for me in my life. Oh, it is. So it's not just yeah. April Fool's Day. No, not at all. Well, Some magical things have happened on this day. Well, for us, April 10th is really the key day, but we celebrate mm-hmm. the entire month. That was the month of our founding way back in 1866. So we're the oldest animal welfare organization in America. We've mm-hmm. been fighting tirelessly since 1866. And we decided to use this month as an anchor month for us to both celebrate our victories and bring awareness to Americans about animals. So what kinds of things do you have planned? Do you want us to be surprised or can you share a little bit? Oh, we can share just about everything we know, but there's plenty (laughs) that we don't know. And that's what we're more excited about. Um, The things we know about, we've got buildings and icons across the country from Niagara Falls down to Graceland and the Empire State Building in New York and buildings in Tampa and all the way out to Los Angeles at the airport that are lighting up orange on the night of April 7th. Um, We do have events in New York City and in Austin, Texas, and in Los Angeles throughout the month. You can find out more about that on our website at AFPCAAPRIL.org. The other thing we've added this year is is an ambassador's program. And what we're asking people to do is find a way to go orange in your community. And it doesn't have to be as big as the Empire State Building. In fact, the smaller, the more community-based, the better. Um, Turn your house orange. Turn your children's classroom orange. Do a bake sale at your church or your business. Work with your local shelter and go orange, but then come back to our website and show us what you've done so we know what you did to help spread the word about animals. And, you know, part of this is for you. This is passion, right? Oh, it is. Um, How do we get people involved in this? Because I don't know if you know this, but we've done a series of shows um, around cruelty to animals, around chaining, you know, what that means, how does that work. We did a whole segment on, uh, you know, some of the cruelties that that happen with average everyday people, not just Michael Vick. You know, we're not just talking about the football guy. We're talking about people every day where where this happens. You know, how do you define cruelty? Oh, such a great question because you've done this show, so you know. Many times people, it's neglect, and they simply don't know. They don't know that chaining an animal outside to a tree or dog house during horrible heat with a part of a bowl of water and no food is a cruel thing. They think it's a dog, so it'll be fine. So a big part of this is finding that great balance between education and trying to teach people the value of that pet and what that pet feels, and that goes all the way through to what's egregious acts of cruelty. Um, So there's always a balance, and you have to be very, very careful in making sure you give people the chance to learn before you start yelling at them. I know many of us have seen those instances in shopping malls and are in people's backyards. Give them a chance to learn. Try to educate. Use information on our website, your local humane society. But if that animal is at risk and it's really suffering and you know it needs help, pick up the phone and call the police. Don't wait. You have to be the voice for that animal because it can't call the police itself. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that uh, th- that I, I know we were talking about earlier is this idea of stopping this. And yes, we do. We do butt in. We do want to get in the middle of stuff. And we sh- and people are concerned. How do people get more information about this? Because, you know, this is a campaign that I think is so important. And I, I'm good. And I want to talk about this right now. But let's just give out website. Let's give them information right now. Sure. You can log on to ASPCA.org. And we have an entire section on Understanding and Reporting Cruelty. We even have 
state laws because those laws differ from state to state. In some cases, it's, you know, acts of animal cruelty are just misdemeanors. In other cases, they're felony offenses. So log on, check out your state, understand what cruelty is and how you report it in your area. Educate mm-hmm. yourself so that you're better prepared if you see something that you need to report. Mm-hmm. Um, the question that comes to mind for me is, is this one. I know that you do this every year. I know that there's the same campaign. Um, but we have a very uh, unusual situation in this country right now. And, and I just want to focus here. And that is, uh, you know, the downturn of the economy, people losing jobs. Traditionally, you know, there is a track record of what happens either in domestic violence and other violence in the home. Are you concerned? We definitely are. We know that just based on the number of people that we're predicting are out of homes over the next year, that up to a million animals could possibly be at risk. Now, what that means, we don't know yet. I think most people would try to take their pets with them because they love them. Uh, Many of those pets may end up in shelters. They may end up in neighbors' or friends' houses. So the only thing that we really know before we see the trend starting is to tell people to be aware. Call your local shelter or rescue group and ask what's happening. Maybe they're not seeing extra animals, but they're seeing a downturn in donations. Figure out how you can help. Do you know donate blankets? Is it cans of food? What can you do? Um, if you know people in your family that are at risk of losing their home, offer right away to be the foster home for their pets until they're back on their feet and ready to take that pet again. Um, we just have no idea. This is a place that none of us have been before in this economic world. And all we can do is tell people to be aware. April is the best reason in the world. When you're thinking about animals, think about what may happen in this economy. Call locally. Give locally. Volunteer with your family and be a resource for whatever needs come along. When we look at the bigger picture and we take a look at what the ASPCA has done and what you're planning to do, you've done so much already. I mean, think about it. Think about an organization that has a brand, ASPCA, that that, that any other brand with that kind of acronym, people wouldn't really get it. But you've become a household name. Everybody oh. knows the ASPCA. I mean, I'm talking about, I'm not even, I, well, you and I are not even telling people what that means right now. <laughs> Thank you. I think we've worked really hard to do that, and I, and I think you're right. You know, in our minds, we just want people to think ASPCA equals helping animals and whatever that means, whether it's advocating for spay-neuter, advocating for stronger laws or new laws state-by-state state or federally that help protect animals, mm-hmm. um, promoting pet adoption, um, promoting not buying from pet stores or online so that you make sure you're not supporting puppy mill breeding. We have such a vast array of programs. I think you're right. ASPCA is part of the household, and if people think ASPCA equals animals, we're just fine with that because we do. Well, what's interesting, and, and this is part of, uh, uh, you know, what I want to make sure everybody understands, there there are ways that we can go about reporting abuse. Uh, it was interesting, I don't know if it was 2020 or one other show, did a segment where there was a baby left in a hot car, right? That was the idea. There was this baby that supposedly was left in this car unattended, and they did a study to see how many people would actually do anything about it. Shockingly, not many. When we, yeah, when we take a look at leaving a dog or an animal of any kind in those situations, we're getting ready for the summer. Um, there are things that we should do. How does one go about it? Honestly, especially if you see the dog in distress or danger in that car, 
if you know who the, you know, some small towns, you absolutely know who the owner is. Walk in and nicely say, your, your dog needs to not be in that car. And I know that's not an easy thing to do. So if you're concerned about that and you don't want to have that confrontation, take out your cell phone because we all have them and dial 911 and tell them there is a dog at risk in a very hot car and he or she looks distressed and please come and help. Most communities, I can't imagine anyone turning down that call. No one wants to see an animal or a baby or anyone suffer that doesn't have mm -hmm. a voice to ask for help themselves. Wow. You know, Joe, what's your vision? You've been with the ASPCA for a while. I know you're always thinking about uh, what's next, how you can get people connected. And, and I, the reason I ask you about your vision is, you know, what is the greatest challenge the ASPCA has right now? Well, I think it's twofold. The pet overpopulation problem is huge. But quite frankly, that's something this country can buy its way out of. Three to four million animals every year euthanized for no other reason than lack of space or resources. So the more people give and support their local shelters and the ASPCA, the more success that we will have in, in building bigger shelters, longer holding spaces before animals have to be euthanized. You can buy your way out of that crisis between spay, neuter, and adoption. So the vision would obviously be for no adoptable pets in this country to have to be euthanized. And on the same front, we need to attack the problem of animal cruelty. And many times that has nothing to do with being a homeless pet. Those are victims of domestic violence, of cruel owners who either through um, absolute neglect or just outright cruelty will continue to abuse their animals. So we have to face that front as well. While we're finding pets and shelters homes, we need to strengthen laws, educate police officers and sheriff's departments, do investigations. And just like the Michael Vick case, if someone is a violent offender against an animal, they need to have their day in court and they need to be punished for what they've done. Do you think we've learned uh, much from Michael Vick? I mean, honestly, here's my question. You know, do you think that people, because this is so highly publicized, do you think that those people, what I call it, you know, there, there's like organized crime? Well, there's organized cruelty for animals. I mean, this is an organized event. It's not like, oh, this is like a random act of cruelty. This is organized cruelty. And, you know, so my question is, do you think these folks have learned, or do you think they found a way to go underground? No, I definitely think uh, maybe, the, maybe the people that enacted the crimes have or haven't learned. I couldn't say that. But uh -huh. what I will say is that we've never had more of an outpouring at the ASPCA of phone calls, of letters, of concerned people than we did after Michael Vick. And, and really the shock was that people didn't understand that dog fighting still existed in this country. They thought it was a century ago and long gone. So we've raised the level of awareness on those sorts of things. Uh, just recently, we did a puppy mill raid in Tennessee, and one of the big reasons that raid happened was because people had seen other exposés on puppy mills through other media sources and started making phone calls to the local sheriff's department. So I'm not sure if the offenders are learning, but the people who love pets certainly are, and they're making the phone calls and exposing them, so it gives us more of an opportunity to make the arrest. Boy, I want to thank you for, wow, doing what you're doing, coming oh. out here, you know, talking to so many people about so many things. And and I, I think it's important for us to give the, the, the website, the ASPCA website is really, is really, really cool. There's just, there's a lot of information. You also have frequently asked questions about reporting cruelty. It's just a ton here for people. It is. You can log on to our website at ASPCA.org. 
or go straight to ASPCAAPRIL.org and learn how you can go orange for animals this month. And anything your listeners can do to support us, we sure will be grateful, and we'd love to hear their stories back on our website. Wow. Thank you, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Um, do you have a personal message for folks? Personal message? Don't ever forget how valuable animals are in your life. And if you don't have a pet right now, somebody you know and love does. So please, please log on to our website and learn how to be kind to animals and go orange in April. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us here today, Joe. I know your time is limited. I want to thank you for coming out and taking this message out there. I know you're on a major national campaign, and we're so thrilled that you took time to speak with our listeners. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. We're honored to be here. So any other time, just let us know, and we'll be glad to come back on the show. You bet. Uh, for all of you listening to the show, uh, that was Joe Sullivan. I want to make sure you know that you can go to the ASPCA website, and I, 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 I suggest you do that. Um, if you go to ASPCA.org, you're going to be able to see lots of information there. Um, you know, there's, it, 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 they're right on top of all of the national news, all of the news about what's happening uh, with animals. You'll be able to get information. There's an online community. There are ways for you to donate if you haven't done that already. And if you're like me, you do donate and you get a blanket and you get some of these other things and um the, the the pictures and the some of the video they have is just absolutely incredible um and, and you know what i love is they feature they feature people i was looking at um the website where they were talking about dr Merck, and there's a picture of dr Merck, and it says dr Merck uh rescued and provided medical care to 200 to the to the 250 puppies in last month's raid wow Rescued and provided medical care. 250 puppies. Isn't that incredible? I mean, if you go to the website, you'll be able to see this just, just cutest little puppy, and she's holding it, and I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, oh, I could almost cry. And then I think about this, and I think about what the heck kind of person could do this. I mean, do we do things like this out of desperation? I don't know. What is it that drives us? And I guess there's a bigger question for me because I'm always thinking about that from a, from a, from a different perspective. Um, but when you have somebody like a Dr. Merck who sets her side, t time aside and says, I'm going to be here for these puppies and doesn't sit down and say, how much are you going to pay me? And she steps up and takes care of puppy after puppy after puppy. It makes you step, stop and think about the goodness, not only about the abuse, but about the goodness, about the heart, about the energy, about the vibration. And we will end abuse to animals. We actually will end abuse, period. Because there are people that are willing to step up. There are people that are willing to step in. 